Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzon. Hello, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity. It's a show about weirdos, goddammit. My fameless friend Kevin Noonan says, I love it. It's like scumbag this American life. <laughs> hey, very nice. Now, who is that? Kevin Noonan. Never heard of him. Stand-up. Writer. Oh, genius. Softball player. Only owns one pair of pants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that pair of pants. Notre Dame graduate. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. What he's an freak. Ivy League boy. Oh. Former mm. intern from... The Letterman Late show with David Letterman. Mm, he's part huh. of that whole Notre Dame thing. Yeah, Aaron, you're a beautiful man. How yes. are you, uh, John? I have one question. Whose dick is this? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know whose dick is this. I did just send you a picture of it. Oh dick. yeah, and then I think that's why I asked. Uh, well, you're gonna find out in a moment. But before we go there, I'm gonna say hello to the most uh, silky-voiced gentleman of the three of us, oh. Mr. Matt Brousseau. Oh, How hello. Are you? I am great, John. I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen, but I'm goddamn fucking excited for it. I'm very excited. I, uh, hey, Matt, chill out. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you know, it was Matt's uh, birthday the other day. It was. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And we had, uh, we had a whole sip of piss together, the we, three of us. We had, we had a few... Um, that was very a nice. A few vessels of urine. Mm-hmm. That was very, very nice. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. It was so good mm-hmm. to hang with you lads. Yes, and you with your mustache. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got All, a mustache. Also worth noting, uh, in terms of your appearance... Mm-hmm. Both of you are wearing the new Profiles in Eccentricity podcast t-shirts. Yes, this is uh, the uh, Ramones Motif High Gravity podcast mm. logo. In chop white. Ah, yes. yes. Uncut. Yes. <laughs> Made Very by nice. Fort Myers Print Corps. We love them. Mm-hmm. Thank them so much. Yes, uh, nice. that was uh That was really uh, beautiful. I'm, I'm extremely psyched They're, about they the They are shirts. so cool. This is incredible. This is a great fabric. It feels it great. Is. It's really comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's soft. Joe loves mm. comfiness. Oh, what a nice. And uh, the shirts are extremely comfortable, mm-hmm. and they look beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are available from us for twenty five dollars mm-hmm. in the U S. Postage paid. PayPal profiles and eccentricity podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. If you would like one, also. I freak at the teak. Do you? Uh, in uh, is that piss yellow? That is mm. piss yellow yeah. shirt and slut pink, Sl- slutty pink. Uh-huh, that's that is cool. absolutely correct, Aaron. Thank you. Um, I I fucking I've been having a ball. Everybody talking about the fucking uh, the media episode mm. last week. The Learjet's fueled up, <laughs> ready. It's on the tarmac, warmed up, burning fuel. Total freak at the teak, Rob Douglas. Oh my god! Comments on uh, I put up a picture on my Instagram of myself uh, as a wee boy mm. wearing my Mets jacket. Uh-huh. Um, I, I was in the the cockpit of a plane. This is pre nine eleven, of course. Right. And um, never forget. And Rob comments, how was the ceviche? That is <laughs> I, such a. Mm, I was fucking. Uh, I was like beside myself. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh my fucking god! It's so funny. And then, uh, yeah, fucking Evo from the Netherlands mm-hmm. was telling me about the the gangrene that he used to have the gangrene uh, alcohol uh. as his ringtone on his phone. Give me a line, give me a line, give me a line, give me a line. 
was like, it was just so good. It was such a, it was such a good week. Yeah. It was, everybody was just like saying shit to me that was killing me all day. Yeah, a lot of love. A lot of podcast love flowing through. Also, uh, shout out to uh, my friend Noah, who is yeah. a big fan of this show. He, he, he informed me that Bicycle Grandpa... Oh, the uh, no, ma- no, ma- no, no money, money. <laughs> He's a, uh, it's a, uh, he's well, he's Dutch, and it's Fiat Sopa, F I E T S O P A. Oh mm. shit, really? He, there's a whole, he's st- Dutch. There's a whole series of videos of him Evil's doing that. Look him yeah. up. Yeah, I think he's got a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. He's a doctor in a video. He does, you know, he does a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Really big. Expert. He's he's like that, uh, the pretender, but of. Uh, being an old guy who fucks people. <laughs> you can do it all. I'm a veterinarian. I'm an astrophysicist. <laughs> Whatever you need me to be. But also, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> it's so disgusting, dude. It, dude, that he video, is hideous. That video is so fucking gross. I mean, this mm-hmm. guy is the last guy you'd ever want to fuck you. Or even repair your bike. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, in that clip, he says... She's like, you said no money, and then he's like, no money. It's like, well, I thought you said no money. Like, what? What are you changing the rules later in the game? Now she's got to suck a cock. And like, what's with the whole like? Why are you doing it for the English speaking audience? Yes. <laughs> I know, I know, they're struggling. Like, you're not just do it in Dutch. Well, we get the su- we don't need subtitles. Yeah, we, we know what you're we saying. We get what's going on. <laughs> right. We know where this is leading. You're forcing her to fuck you. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a there's like a. You know, I don't need the. <laughs> there's a there's a like an economic battle. Yes, it is. The class war. Yeah, yeah, the, the bourgeoisie is taking advantage of the sexual proletariat. Uh, and it's a battle for power. So I just sent you two gentlemen a picture. You yeah, sure you, you did. Of, uh, Thanks, John. Uh, the guy that we're going to be uh, profiling mainly, who is the singer of the band Anal Cunt, mm. Mm. Seth Putnam. Mm. Uh, this picture is a uh, is is a pretty famous picture. He uh, has. A instrument cable wrapped around his bicep mm-hmm. because he is injecting heroin mm-hmm. into his veins while getting his dick sucked. Yeah, this uh, this young lady is uh, fully clothed on right. stage on her knees, uh, full on fritzed, um, you know, permed hair. Yeah, and uh, he is injecting. A, he's fully naked to save a headband. Yes. Yeah, and he's shooting. Yeah, he's got quite a gut. She's got her hand on it. Yeah. But also... Yeah, she's uh, lifting up his gut to get more access to his hog. Right. Yeah. And uh, he, he seems more interested in the heroin than the dick sucking. Can uh, you blame him? It's heroin. Yeah. And he's standing in front of a, a full stack uh, Marshall mm-hmm. guitar amps. Good for him. He's really uh, putting his heart through one. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, uh, a couple he, iPhone chargers. It looks like a fire hazard in the background. He um, He was in one of the most baffling uh extreme music acts of all time. Anal Kant was um very, very, very off putting. And I think part of what intrigues me about them is I don't know completely where they were coming from. Because they would be um very, very, very offensive to everyone. But I mean this I gotta do a big disclaimer here. If you're not comfortable with like homophobic language or like you know like they were they were like you know very much dabbling in racism and stuff like that. Oh, they were dabbling in it, <laughs> just a touch. Yes, um, just dipping their toe in the wide rivers of yeah racism. Uh huh. But the thing is, is that 
like they were from Boston and there was later than Gangrene, which we talked about in the last episode, there was um a hardcore band, very hockey themed, called Slapshot. Oh, oh yes. The singer of that band Paul Newman. was a guy named Choke. And Choke was a tough son of a bitch, but very uh openly gay. And he had Seth sing backups on one of his records. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of one of these things where, like, he would be, like, doing all this shit that was just, like, I, I'm, like, homophobic as fuck. and right. But also, like, he would have friends that were, of course, you know, uh, minorities and, and gay people and stuff like that. Right. So it was just kind of like, to me, I think he was, like, it's a very self-loathing psycho kind of sociopath. And it, it, he did a lot of it for humor, I believe. But just when you were getting comfortable with the gimmick, then he would drop an N-bomb. So you were just like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, Just when you were starting to like him? <laughs> just when you were like, oh, okay, this is okay because it's all for gags. And then it would be like, oh, no, it's this fucking motherfucker. And, like, he was supposed to be, like, in straight-up, like, white power bands also or whatever. Like, But I, like, I don't know if it was all just... Satire in a way? I don't know. I really don't know. And that's like, I mean, part of the mystery is why it's so interesting to me. Yeah. You know, um, but he came out of um, the whole like punk and metal scene, which was very uh, underground and like tape trading and stuff like that. And one of the things he said one time was like, was like, when we started, everybody was just so serious and everybody was so political that we were like, we just want to piss all those people off as hard as we can. Mm-hmm. And then... It it went further and further and further. But also, it was like, they were so into drugs and, like, just being scumbags. Yeah. They were really, really shitty, you know. Um, But Seth uh, was born in 68, and he was considered, like, extremely bright, and he would tutor other kids, and he was, like, you know, jumping grades in, like, grade school and stuff like that, and... um. Then when he gets around, like, high school age, he totally becomes apathetic and cynical about school because he's in um, old fucking, like, corporal punishment Catholic school. Uh. So there's, like, nuns, you know, beating the fuck out of you. Mm -hmm. And one of the nuns was, like, um, she would break rulers on kids' heads. Yeah. And uh, he did something fucked up. (laughs) And uh, he got called to the front of the class and, like, a ruler got... Busted on his head, and he just immediately punches the nun in the stomach. Nice. <laughs> like, like, you can't just hit people, dude. And it was just like... <laughs> I bet you she never hit somebody again. <laughs> it was just endless. He got endless shit after that, you know. But um, he, uh, he, he, after that, like, it's just like him becoming, like, you know, like a, like a fucking, a very 80s yeah. Yeah, metal scumbag. Yeah, real son of a bitch. Yeah, a real motherfucker. Nun, but, pu- nun puncher. Yeah, um, but... That's really <laughs> Seth Putnam, non punch. <laughs> you know, like yeah, we get it. That's, yeah, that's the thing. Got it. So he's he's in like a bunch of like noise core, you know, metal type bands. He's in a band called Executioner. He's in a band called Noise. And then in like '88, he starts Anal Cunt. And he was just like, I just wanted to have like the stupidest offensive name possible. The first show is in his mother's house for his two little brothers, his grandma. His mom and her friends. And he's 20. 
Yeah, and he's 20. And, like, this is this is later... They must have been a good sport. This is later anal cunt. This is when they have their shit together. Okay. So keep in mind, they're not nearly as good as what you're going to hear Grandma here. and family did not hear this level of polish. No, they did not. They did not at all. Um, and, and their listeners did not hear it for several years. Okay. But this is my first exposure to anal cunt in, uh, like, 1996. Okay. They were on a compilation, and uh, there was a bunch of other punk bands I liked on it. And I got this compilation, and I see this band, Anal Cunt. Oh, should try it out. And they're the first uh, band, because it's listed alphabetically. It's like 38 bands on the comp. Oh, good idea. Yeah. And Anal Cunt kicks it off with this song, I got an office job with the sole purpose of harassing you. (laughs) And this is Anal Cunt. Compilation starts. I know this is them when they're like songwriters. Before that, it was just nonsense. So that's that's that's. Yeah, right. a, lot, a lot of bands are like two, three, four, <laughs> a one and a two and a bleh. <laughs> so, so, hey wh- Satan, <laughs> hey Satan, <laughs> it's me, your cousin. Yeah, you know that new sound you've been looking for. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like anal cunt were, um, they, you know, like um, back then, you know, there'd be like bands doing uh, seven inch EPs, and you would have six or seven minutes of music per side, you know, played it at 33 RPM instead of 45, which is traditional for that size record of 45. And so they put out one of those records that was that said 5,643 songs, right? <laughs> and of course, it's just a fucking slab of noise with right. no discern, you know, discernible yeah. change between songs. But it gets passed around and stuff like that. And is they that get... how many seconds are on a seven-minute? Like <laughs> I a... don't even think so. I, I think they were just being assholes, yeah. just making fun of how grind bands would do, you know, mm-hmm. ten-second songs and shit like that. And they start getting like passed around as just like the, you know, like extreme music is like the the more fucked up you are, like you know, the more people were like interested. So it, it was getting passed around and shit like that in the early days. And they were only supposed to be a band for one show and uh, one demo, and that was going to be it. And then this guy, um, this this ex-boxer, Frank Ordonez, was supposed to be at the show at the mom's house, but he couldn't make it. So they're like, okay, well, we'll do another band with Frank's band, who were called Shit Scum. <laughs> right? Yeah. So they're like, okay, we'll stay around for another show. And then before you know it, they're staying around and they're doing, they did like a European tour and stuff like that. But they started getting approached by Earache Records. And Earache were a massive underground metal label like they put out carcass and terrorizer and napalm death and like you know huge seminal death metal grindcore bands 
And anal cunt were like turning them down. <laughs> like, nice. no, we're like, we don't give a fuck. You know, because it was just it was just supposed to be like a joke. Right. You know? Um, but that's fucking insane. Like, I mean, they were way worse than that, what I just played. And they were getting offers. And they were getting offers from the, the tippy-top fucking right. label, you know, you could hope for. Sure. You know? Uh, was the label doing it because they knew that it would that they were doing a gag? Well, yeah, I think at that point they hadn't even got as gaggy as they were gonna get. Uh-huh. You know, it was just um it just had hype. Right. You know. Okay, so it was they were the the label was riding the hype of uh anal cut not necessarily seeing any uh Yeah, a lot of the stuff in that time was talent. just like you would be it was just what are people talking about? Right. You know. Right, like like the Cash Me Outside girl getting a Doing a rap song. Yeah, but back in the day, it was just like, what are you putting on, what are What are metalheads putting on mixtapes to each other? Right. You know, because that was how it, all that shit got around pre-internet was right. just like mixtapes. And it was like, have you heard this band? They're fucking insane, you know? But they were, you know, just over the top. But, you know, like Seth had a crazy scream, like you just heard, you know? Yeah. And it was uh, it was just mayhem. It's and a good scream. And people, yeah, it was a really good scream. Um, and people loved that. So they broke up. And then three years later, they come back, and they're kind of more serious about doing shit. And they are like, okay, well, we've put out a bunch of records, and we want to make sure our records stay around. So now we're going to um, put out, you know, we want to we sign with Earache. So they sign with Earache, you know. Three years later. Yeah. And, and they put out this, this, thing, this EP called Morbid Florist. Right. Great. And uh does anything change in these three years? Is it I think it was just like people were just like telling him like that should still be a thing. People were really into it, you know? And I think he had like enough charisma that it was pushing it forward because he was like, you know, funny and stuff or whatever. Um But him like when they went on tour before that, Frank the the, the foreign boxer and uh and uh and Seth, you know, they were just like maniacs too. Like they had this, they had, you know, a lot of a lot of times your live hype is what leads you. And so like him and Frank would just go and, and fight the audience because they had they had two drummers on one kit because they needed somebody to be really fast and neither of them were that fast. That's so funny. So they had two drummers on one kit going as fast as they fucking could and but they sucked. So in to 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 distract people from that it's like what do we do? Beat up the audience. Uh-huh. So that's what they would do. And like they really would. I mean they were really coming at you. You know, they were really coming to beat the fucking shit out of you. Um and this is uh this is a, a clip from a British show called UK Raw that I think is, is one of the best introductions to the band that I'm going to play for you right now. Is it like Black Raw? That's the new version. Oh. Fantastic. The Geordie German porn star who's teaching us bricks how to be real hard. What is this? Uh, you didn't send us this. Suck on Geordie. And the bare-faced cheeks of... <laughs> Let's see. We'll edit that out in post. Is, is Long Dong in that one? Tom Dong? Tom Dong. The, Tom ja- Dong? the Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker of porn? <laughs> Let me see this fucking thing. I was, um... Britain's best builder's bum. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, here we go. Music of a sort. Well, rock stars have always loved being bad boys, but this next lot from America take things to a new level of moronic behavior. You get an inkling of their repertoire from the following titles. I made fun of you because your kid just died. I got an office job for the sole purpose of sexually harassing women, and who can forget that classic, you rollerblading faggot. <laughs> I don't know, they seem like nice boys to me. I don't know, they seem like nice boys to me. This sounds like brass eye. Meet Seth, Josh, and Nate. They're members of a band whose name is so offensive we aren't allowed to broadcast it. Anal cut. But we can say faggot so all we'll we want. So we'll call them Anal Front Bottoms, or AC for short. Anal Front The boys have come all the way from Boston in the States, and they're in Derby tonight lubricating their tonsils for their first ever British performance. Getting hammered in a pub, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> lubricating now, their tonsils. Now the gathering audience may not all be aware of what awaits them when AC starts playing. Here, Some Seth carries pub. in a breeze block, which he fully intends to use, as well as pieces of wood. See a cinder block. Before the band starts uh, singing, there's uh, an appeal uh. to the audience. Before we start, they all want to fight us. Don't be a fucking, don't be a faggot. If you want to fight us, start right now. Is anyone want to fight us? Or? Yeah, before we start. Er. So in this video, he's basically fight yelling the microphone. Yeah. yeah. And he, and the guitar player, just like. In case you didn't recognize the vocals, that one was entitled "You Are a." Yeah, we basically hate everyone. We're a bunch of assholes, and we don't want. Any, we don't care if everyone likes us, and we hate everyone who likes us, and everyone's gay. And we hate you. Audience participation <laughs> is a strong you. point. <laughs> A lot of our shows involve like mostly like audience members getting hurt and going to the hospital. And, like, see, see, just like, mayhem. Just throwing like chairs or cinder blocks. Is anyone more fighting? Whatever I can find that's heavier people. And you, just, and you just see them fighting the audience the whole time. Being an AC fan can be a dangerous business. The ACs are with Earache Records, a major British label. So how do they justify AC's unique stage presence? I don't think they incite people to do any violence or anything like that, but... Um, the only thing they're harmful to is, like, the status quo of what you should and shouldn't be like. I mean, they say things that shouldn't be said, and that's what I like about them. And on to London's borderline, the capital's premier underground rock venue. This time, it isn't just the band who's up for a spot of mindless violence. A spot of mindless violence. There's some shows here, like beating the fuck out of each other, and um, I threw up on this kid's face and he started eating it, and everyone was killing <laughs> each other, and they'd get all cut up, and they'd come on stage, and they'd stage dive, and like when I got there, I had blood all over my shoes from people bleeding from the pit. <laughs> I threw up all over this kid's face. Unfortunately, AC's new album can't be found in the UK, but luckily, they were able to give us the flavor of what it contains. My song titles are uh, Women, Nature's Punching Bag. Uh, the only reason men talk to you is because they want to get laid, you stupid fucking Sweatshops are cool. Recycling you're gay. Cool. Uh, Internet is gay. I noticed that you're gay. Yeah. You robbed a sperm bank because you're a cum-guzzling faggot. Oh my god. So what do the fans really think? I couldn't understand the word that you were saying. 
go a bit fucking nuts. It was good, but not as good as the carpenters were, were in their day, you know. <laughs> the carpenters? That's good. That's a good fit. So that's, that's, that's them uh, like on a fucking like <sighs> on a british tv show my right? favorite my favorite thing is all right before we get started does anybody want to fight us <laughs> yeah. or well, i the, love the er yeah they want to fight us or yeah. whatever like me, me and Raw, the record guys like they don't incite violence uh, yeah <laughs> oh yeah they 100 percent like they're like getting their <laughs> weapons ready before the show it's yeah, like blocks of wood and cinder block, cinder block uh, do you have yeah. anything to declare two by four with barbed wire around it <laughs> <laughs> when you enter the country do you have anything you want to declare yeah i got a cinder block and some pieces of wood so they 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 were fighting like the whole time on this European tour, and um, then they, they they do this record. The the first one for Eric is called "Everyone Should Be Killed." Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? We don't and... like anyone. We hate everyone. Everyone's gay. We don't <laughs> yeah. we like we don't like anyone. The internet is gay. We hate you. <laughs> we, we hate you. Is the end. It's so great. But um, so they do. Everyone should be killed. Is the first one on Eric, and that is like. It's it's getting to the point of how how dumb their song titles are gonna be, but it's not at all to the level. Like I mean, at later it's all about being stupid and yeah. and like trying to be funny, but it's it's on the way there. Sure. Um, the the song titles are some songs, some more songs, even more songs. <laughs> Music sucks. <laughs> Um, I'm not allowed to like AC anymore since they signed to Earache. <laughs> I'm Wicked Underground. <laughs> right? Uh, radio hit. Um, when I think of true punk rock bands, I think of Nirvana and the Melvins. <laughs> <laughs> MTV is my source for new music. Song titles are fucking stupid. <laughs> Having to make up song titles sucks. Well, you know me and Gene. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um... <laughs> Uh, then it's just like, uh, <laughs> you must be wicked underground if you own this. Guess which 10 of these are actual song titles. And, uh, Morrissey. <laughs> just a song called Morrissey? Morrissey, yeah. Uh, like, selling out by having song titles on this album. It's it's just, like, completely stupid. So, they're, um, they go on tour Seth gets arrested for hitting a woman at a show in San Francisco. Not a nun. No. She's trying to take the mic away from him, and there's this... Uh, then, like, he hits her, and then she's, yeah, she freaks out. It's all recorded, too. Oh, yikes. That's not and good. It's, it's, yeah, it's a nightmare. Um, and uh, I'm all for hitting that nun in the stomach, though. <laughs> <laughs> so the boxer, get, the boxer gets thrown out. Um, then they, they, they stay to one guitar. And then never a bass. There's never a bass player in the band the entire time. There's no time for it. Right. And uh, We got two drummers, though. <laughs> we got two drummers. Then they do Top 40 Hits, right? That's the next album. And The, this the is next th- album is called Top 40 Top 40 Okay, hits. it's not covers. Right. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're, they're now trying to be more musical. Now they're trying to have actual songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're growing. Right. Yeah. So the titles there are... Um, <laughs> don't call Japanese hardcore Japcore. Don't. <laughs> no. Foreplay with a tree shredder. Oh, God. Uh, some hits, some more hits, even more hits. Living Color is my favorite black metal band. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> um, uh, and then they've got, uh, I'm Still Standing, 
which Ooh. Seth would always dedicate to anybody in a wheelchair at the show. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> which is a 10-second cover of the Elton John song. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, they're you know, they're, they're whatever. They're doing kind of like more like hardcore type shit. Then they get uh, Scott Hull playing guitar for them. And Scott Hull was later on in, in kind of big drum machine grindcore bands like Pig Destroyer and Agoraphobic Nosebleed. Of course. Yes. Who could forget? Yes. And uh, then they do uh, 40 More Reasons to Hate Us. That's the next album. And 40 More Reasons to Hate Us gets a little bit more jokey. And they have, face it, you're a metal band. <laughs> right? Um, I noticed that you're gay. I noticed. All right. Um, now, David. <laughs> you look divorced. Hmm. Um, I hope you get deported. <laughs> right? Uh, theme from Three's Company, which actually was the theme from <laughs> Three's I, Company. I got, oh, was it amazing. their version of it? Yes. I got to hear it. Was uh, it fast? Everyone in Anal Cunt is dumb. Cool. Um, I just saw the gayest guy on earth. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> when they talk about this in the Wikipedia page, they're like, and they used gay as an insult because it was very common in the Boston area and junior middle schools at the time. <laughs> and it's like, These guys are like 30 yeah, years old. we know. They were either children or from Boston. <laughs> right. And so, it's like, uh, you know, you're a trendy fucking pussy. Uh, your family is dumb. You're dumb. Van full of retards. Everyone in the underground music scene is stupid. Um... And it's 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 just a fucking mess. So Scott Hull doesn't want to tour. He gets booted out. Um, Seth basically fires everyone, and he's like the only lasting original member. So it's basically Seth's band. He is the anal cunt. He is. Uh, he uh, they in the, in the time that he's putting the band back together, they do a tribute to the to the Smiths and Morrissey, <laughs> where they do. Uh, You're gonna need someone on your side. And I think he, like, unironically really likes the Smiths and, and Morrissey, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and at that time, he also does backups for Pantera's The Great Southern Trend Kill. Backup what, vocals? Yeah. Like, the scream? Yeah, yeah. And Phil Anselmo from Pantera also does backup vocals on their records after this. Huh. So it's like, and, you know, they were they were just weirdly big in underground music. Like, people yeah. were into it that were just into that type of, like, you know, underground metal shit. It was just... there's It's just such a dark kind of community that that humor is, like, acceptable. Yeah, sure. Um, and a lot of times people would say that, like, if you met Seth, he was actually, like, a very, like, like sensitive and understanding person. Sure. But he was, like, also just, a like, a self-loathing psychomaniac. Mm-hmm. And um, he was really, really out to um, offend absolutely everyone. Um he, well, after he 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 died. Of course. No, uh, you don't say. Yeah. Uh. It was before or after he was doing heroin and got a blowjob. <laughs> well, but after he died, um, people were telling these stories on message boards about him. And this one guy was like, "I booked him at my college," and he's like, "And anal cunt shows up, and you know, I'm they come to like my fucking house or whatever, and um, they're all like, "Hey, I bet you got a lot of dykes at this college, huh?" You know, and the guy's like, yeah, I guess, whatever, you know. And they're like, okay, we're not going to offend this guy. Uh, we need drugs. So then, like, they like, they send him on these... Right, good, you passed the test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, now we need some drugs, now queer. We need drugs. So now it's like, get us drugs. And um, this is... I, I, I told this story on the Doc Dart episode. But this is the show where um, they were saying such, uh, you know, like, 
racially insensitive things that they would get neo-Nazis to show up at the show. show a bunch of neo-Nazis yes, show up. Yes. And uh, and and they're at the back, and they have they have a big thug with a gun, because because they're right. they're just everybody wants to kick the shit out of them because right. that's their game. Right. So they they have a bodyguard. They have a bodyguard, and um, at this show where there are neo Nazis, yes, which is at a college, right? <sighs> wow, hmm, that doesn't sound familiar. To this me. is all so interesting, so so nineties. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, you know, it just you know, it would never happen. It today. would never happen now. <laughs> So of course, at least the neo Nazis then are like identifiable. At least they were neo. Now we just yeah. Have... yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the neo because they wore a lot of weather leather and right. combat yeah. boots. Yeah, yeah, they weren't just wearing like dockers. Yeah, and they didn't shop at Kohl's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so they're in the back of the room, and Seth says in the mic to the Nazis in the back of the room, "Get up here, you fucking wiggers. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still. What so funny. Favorite, like he's still trying to make them angry. Yeah. You know what, what a I mean? great, what a great way <laughs> to get him. It's the most brilliant thing to say to Nazis. Wigger, that, that was calling dig. Nazis wiggers. So oh, of course dude. the Nazis come up to kick the shit out of Anilcon, and they, their heavy comes up with the then just like Should flashes the piece, and the Nazis like ah fuck, yeah. I guess we are wiggers. You yeah, know, like, yeah. like, we can't do anything about it. You know. So it's like pandemonium and everybody's like raising hell and then like, you know, they got to get the fuck out of there in a hurry because like the cops are there and stuff like that. And the guy who booked the show was like, hey, you know, like, uh, you know, see you later, guys. I'm, you know, I'm sorry that it got so fucked up or whatever. And, and Seth was like, no, man, that was great. Hey, cool. <laughs> like, Thanks thank a lot for so the hospitality like, and the like, drugs like, and like, the dikes. We had like a really uh, nice so time, you know. Um, but I think like that was like kind of weirdly his thing is that like if you could kind of roll with it all. Yeah. Then he would he would kind of drop it, right? And that's that, very yeah. cool. There's, it was it was. I mean, like he's not cool. He's a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, mean, I, I get that. I get I that. Get it, right. I get yeah. it. Can you see if you can hang? All right, you can hang. Yeah, we we meet people like that in comedy to a so lesser much, degree. So much, oh, yeah. so much, so much. It's yeah. just the it's the ultimate. Here's my wall. Yeah, yeah. Here's my you know here's my prickly exterior. Can you deal with it? All right, you get the oh, you chocolate okay. nougaty center. I want. I won't upset you, so I'm not going to try to. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, like, that was like the thing, you know, like in it would happen a lot in in when I was like in punk bands and stuff. There would be some guy that'd be like, hey, "What do you think about this? I'm going to fuck with you a lot." And if you're just like, "Okay, man, whatever," and then they'd be like, "All right, I I tried to enjoy myself by fucking with you, and you're not giving me anything. So now I guess I'll talk to you like a human being." Yeah. <laughs> yes. And and yeah. and Seth would kind of do that in interviews. Like he would he would be like, um, you know, some interview would be like, "So everything's gay, huh?" You think you like you think everything's gay and you hate gay people? And he's like, "Well, no." <laughs> like he wouldn't like he wouldn't rise to yeah, it because yeah, yeah. he knew the game so well. Because yeah. he was like running in the game, he'd be like, "No, I don't really give a shit. Like if you're whatever, I don't, yeah. know, I don't like give a fuck." Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. suddenly this interview has nothing else to go on because they were just I hoping I to get a rise. I prepared for this yeah. shit. Right, yeah, exactly. So it was, he, he just, like, you know, he wouldn't give anybody what they wanted. What they wanted, mm-hmm. yeah, no matter what it was. You know, like, if you thought it was cool and you got it, then suddenly he's like, I'm saying actual real racist shit. Yeah. And now you're like, fuck, okay, well, fuck you again. And he's yeah. like, cool. <laughs> got, gotcha. Yeah, so, like, and then, like, if you were, like, in an interview and we're like, okay, so let's talk about how you're fucking a hateful piece of shit. He was like, I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so no it's matter like that, what, it's like that Pee Wee Herman thing. Wait a minute, my show's educational. <laughs> really? How? Well, no, nah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, he 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 meets this guy in New York, like when he's doing shows with Anal Cunt. This guy named Josh Martin, and Josh Martin, I like really kind of gets it, you know. 
And they become like really good friends, and he becomes the new guitarist for Anal Cunt. And that's when like they kind of do the big album, which is I Like It When You Die. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and and that's 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 when they don't even say the blah 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 you're gay. They just say the premise, which the end is implied that you're gay. You know what I mean? Uh, for the, each of these titles, yeah. So yeah, just yeah, yeah. add, just add a "you're gay" onto each yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like it's All like, right, it's like your, your kid is crippled. You're gay was the way they used to do it. Okay. And then like, but now they're just like, you own a store, <laughs> and that's yeah. that's you're, it. You're gay. Right. But they don't even need to say it anymore because they've that's, been around so long. What a great workaround. <laughs> and, yeah, so, yeah. and then they're like, uh, "You're an interior decorator." Huh. Right. Uh-huh. Um. And then they also have shit like Jack Kevorkian is cool, uh-huh. you know. Um, let's see. Uh, you keep a diary. You've what? got cancer. <laughs> Pottery's gay. <laughs> so they still say it there. You are a food critic, <laughs> right? You're gay. <laughs> Just you're gay. So stupid. You look adopted. <laughs> you, you look adopted. Look, it's so funny. You look adopted. Uh, That's the ultimate. In- yeah, you look adopted. You play on a softball team. Hey. Hey, nice. Uh, you drive an IROC. Yeah. You have goals. You have goals. <laughs> you have goals. <laughs> you live in a houseboat. <laughs> you are an orphan. You go to art school. Your best friend is you. Oh. <laughs> You're in a coma. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Wind chimes are gay. Uh-huh. No, we don't want to do a split seven inch with your stupid fucking band. The internet is gay. Uh-huh. Again. Yes, it's a classic. Ha ha, your wife left you. Uh, you went to see Dishwalla and Everclear, and then in parentheses, you're gay. <laughs> Dishwalla and Everclear. <laughs> yeah. I love You Look Adopted. Yeah. Well, then, and then they would flip it and they would be like, because it was so like obvious that they should make fun of themselves. Right. So one song title is I'm in AC. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gay. Right. Exactly. You know. And so like AC was also, you know, it was abbreviated because you can't say anal cunt. But then they would make the logo, the A would have this very serious butthole uh, and then a the very C, serious butthole. Yeah, and then the C would be a very obvious vagina. Uh-huh. Right? So even the abbreviation would be fucking disgusting. <laughs> right? They couldn't put anal cunt on the label. No. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, you can't, you can't throw that on the front of a record. You right, because that was, this was like, that was the heyday of, of like, the Tipper Gore. Yeah. Sure, yeah, there. and, you know, you're, you're fucking on Earache Records, which is a pretty big label, so you got to adhere to some of that bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Um... But they record that album, and Josh Martin, the guitar player, who constantly has to come in and out of the band because he's going to jail all the time. (laughs) He's always going to jail. He's always going to jail. What for? (laughs) Like, all kinds of dumb shit. Like, just violent being an asshole, fucking, like, just being a fucking Muppet. And he just died, like, a week or two ago. No shit. Yeah, and it was also, like, the seventh anniversary of, of Seth's. Death. That's kind of why I want to do this episode now. Rip. Yeah, all rip. But but Josh, Josh died in the most 
like anal cunt song title way ever because he was in a mall in Rhode Island. You have AIDS. <laughs> fucking around on an escalator. And he's like on the rail of the oh, escalator. Oh, yeah, around. yeah, yeah. We talked about that. And he this. falls off it and hits his head on a table in the food court and dies. <laughs> You so, fucked around on an escalator, <laughs> fell and hit you your head on a table in a died. food court. In parentheses. Yeah, you you're right. Exactly. And, like, it's it's the best. It's just the best. It's so stupid. Yeah, so, so he died last week. Seth died in 2011. And in between those years, Josh Martin went to this, um, this, this event that, uh, Gene Simmons was at like for charity and they were announcing like Gene oh, Simmons of Kiss. Yeah, Gene mm. Simmons of Kiss. And they were announcing like what the charity was for. And Josh Martin in the audience is like, play some fucking music. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about kids. And then he's like, Ace Freely wouldn't do this. <laughs> and and Gene Simmons comes out into the audience to kick his ass. And like and he gets he gets thrown out by fucking security and Gene Simmons is still trying to kick his ass. Right. So I mean like this guy is just total anal cunt, just total piece of shit pain in the ass. You know? God damn it. Total fucking pain in the ass, right? And uh he was saying when they recorded this album, I like it when you die. They had, uh, you know, an advance from Earache, which, like I said, is like a fairly serious label. Yeah. And Seth gets a five thousand dollar advance, and he spends it all on chop. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and he chops it up with his ex wife. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, and he leaves. It takes like the little bit over left over and goes and records his vocals in like a real studio. Uh-huh. But the guitar player, and the, Josh, yeah. and the drummer have to record like in the garage. Oh my god! Because there's no money. That's so funny. And 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 Josh was saying like, you know, it was it was a great album, and you know, like, uh, you know, we we really really liked it, and. uh but fucking, you know, Seth uh, chops it all yeah, up. Seth, Seth was like trying to make it as shitty as, as possible. But the vocals sound good, right? <laughs> um, so after that album in 1998, Anal Cunt does an album called Picnic of Love. Mm. No drums, all acoustic. Yes. And Seth singing. These are the song titles. Yeah. Picnic of Love, title track. I respect your feelings as a woman and a human. I love this. I want to grow old with you. Saving ourselves for marriage. (laughs) Greed is something we don't need. I'm not that kind of boy. I couldn't afford to buy you a present, and in parentheses, so I wrote you this song. I'd love to have your daughter's hand in marriage. My woman, my lover, my friend. Right? Are you going to play us one? (laughs) Yes. Yes. There's two more. Hold on. Waterfall wishes, and in my heart, there's a star named after you. Aw. That's nice. Now, throughout this entire album, you expect them to break and go back to their misogynist shit, which is the only reason people are talking to you is because they want to fuck you, you stupid fucking cunt. Yeah. Right, which is a song Anal Cunt had. They never do. Great. They never, ever, ever go back to it. They totally stick with it the entire time. Yes. And Seth Seth is, like, singing... 
entire fucking time he's doing super falsetto, yeah. horrible, horrible fucking vocals. Like, but his 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 lyrics, his lyrics are so sarcastic and so clearly like what they would make fun of the entire time. Yeah. It's amazing that they never ever ever change. Like I I I remember listening to the whole album being like they're going to do it. And they never ever give you what you want. Ever. It doesn't happen. Of course not. <laughs> but that's what you want. Right. I mean yeah. that's very true to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's This is this is my favorite, which is I respect your feelings as a woman and a human. Uh-huh. Silver chair, huh? Yeah. Hell yeah. No dishwalla. <laughs> I was watering my rose garden and you all my plants. Oh my god. I you in a lustful, unsensitive I almost cried because I acted so unsensitive. But I wanted you to know about the father soft warmth I could Ten songs of this. It's brilliant. It's fucking diabolically insane. Yeah. <laughs> so, so over the top. Like, what the fuck is going on? It's so funny. It's, <laughs> it's so like funny. Total maniacs, dude. Like, what the fuck? So, then in 99, they do It Just Gets Worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? So, they... On this one, they really go for it, and they're they're oh they're uh, <laughs> on this one, uh huh. Yeah, on this one, they really go for it. Uh, yeah, um, they really went for it. This is really fucking hardcore. Okay, what, disclaimer. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, this is this this was the one that has you rollerblading faggot on it. Uh huh. Um, body by Auschwitz. Would you say body by Auschwitz? Wow. Which is a play on Body by Jake. Don't tip that over. Yeah. These are all empty. <laughs> like my heart. Would, um, would you say this is return to form for them? This, is, I think it's just like, uh, what do you do next except the worst mm, you can do? It just mm. gets worse. Yeah. You know, mm. um, I became a counselor so I could tell rape victims they asked for it. God Jesus damn it. Christ. Easy E got AIDS from Freddie Mercury. Oh. <laughs> I like drugs and child abuse. Laughing while Leonard Peltier gets raped in prison. Jesus. <laughs> I sent concentration camp footage to America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, God. <laughs> Rancid sucks and The Clash sucked, too. <laughs> All right, now that's too far. <laughs> we drew the line. <laughs> um, sweatshops are cool. I snuck a retard into a sperm bank. No. <laughs> now, this is one that oh. they had to change the title of. Oh. Oh. Um, your kid commuted, committed suicide because you suck was originally called Connor 
Clapton jumped out a window because his father's music sucked. Oh, my God. <laughs> the specificity of... Yeah. You can't be that specific. That is... Shots fired at Eric Clapton. Very, very much so. Right. Um, I gave Namble pictures of your kid. I gave Nambla pictures <laughs> yes. of your kid. Yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Nambla is the North American Man, Man Boy, Boy Love Association. Association. That's right. Don't have to tell you, John. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of the boys. Not only am I a member. <laughs> um, being ignorant is awesome. Uh, I sold your dog to a Chinese restaurant. Chinese. Um, that's the one that has I got an office job with the sole purpose of sexually harassing women. Um, deadbeat dads are cool. Domestic violence is really, really, really funny. Jesus. Um, Hitler was a sensitive man. Uh-huh. Now, they've got so many songs. Yes. There's so many <laughs> yes. titles. Yeah. Do you think they recognize them? The different, like, do you think, like, they could be up there on stage and be like, all right, now you're going to play, uh... Josh gonna... Martin did say that, that that last album had a bunch of ones that became fan favorites. Like, people would request Hitler was a sensitive man. Right, no, but what I mean is their whole catalog. Mm-hmm. Could they go on stage and be like, all right, Johnny, now we're going we're gonna to play This Is Also a Song. Like, you right. know, they've got that one album that's right. just drivel. Right? Yeah, yeah, no. So could, later could they, on... Two, it, this is an A. Everybody. Yeah, we're yeah. Tr- we're yeah. Yeah. No, once they have, like, I think, like, the memorable names, then they, they were actual songs. Right, okay. Because they also got, like, a good drummer and stuff like that. Right. And there was more um, giving a shit on the behalf of, of the band. And they would have actual lyrics and stuff, too, um, which would be horrible. Ah, you don't say. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible. I snuck a retard into a sperm, sperm bag. bag. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, this is a thick up. <laughs> now, uh, now, the thing is. The- <laughs> they wrote the song, dude. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny if they, if somebody who is uh, mentally handicapped tried to rob a sperm mm. bank so, yes. when you stuck them up. Classic stuck them. It's a Buster Keaton movie. Oh, yeah. Then, mm. So, so they, after that, they get dropped from Earache. <laughs> I don't know if they just push it too far or what, you know. Because if it gets worse, well, they... uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. I, like, you know, maybe it's... it's because they sold out by having songs. Oh yeah, yeah. or by yeah, naming Clapton specifically. Or, yeah. Well, yeah, because I well, when you name people specifically, then the record company has to deal with. Well, especially because because you know, Eric was was very UK centric because like you know, Napalm Death was, yes, was a UK yes. band and stuff like that, and they and UK has very uh, specific libel laws. Yes. Yeah. So they were like, okay, it might not be a big deal in the states, but it is here, so you have to change it. Yeah. Um. But so they get dropped, and they they don't really start. They don't stop putting out records. Um. They do a side project black metal band. Um called Impaled Northern Moon Forest that is all acoustic because they said they didn't want to wake up one of the guys in anal cunt. <laughs> so it's just Seth screaming over an acoustic guitar and like That is black so metal funny. It's so yeah, funny. It's so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. We did this album acoustic because we didn't want to wake <laughs> Wait, up one of the guys. One of them was sleeping. <laughs> it's a whole album they recorded like three hours. And that's so the... fucking dumb. It's so dumb. What would you guys do when I was sleeping? Oh yeah, we just we, re- we released yeah. a new album. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, uh, they, yeah, they, they, they just keep, you know, doing like splits and, and, and various records and shit like that. And, uh, they stay around being, you know, massive pains in the asses. Um, and then in 2004, uh, Seth does a ton of crack hmm. and smack 
and booze and two months worth of Ambien pills mm. uh, and a, a suicide attempt. Basically, he, oh, he does. Uh, he does. He smokes crack. Does speed. He does. He does crack. Smack. Smack. Heroin. Okay, heroin. Smack. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dope. Jump. So he's slowing down. Uppers. Yeah, yeah. Downers. Yeah, and then two months worth of Ambien, mm. and he goes into a coma. Mm. And two months worth of Ambien. Yeah. Yeah. What is take a... that, Roseanne? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah. What is a day's worth of Ambien? That's, that's, maybe like... that's why. Maybe that's why she got racist. Yeah, well, you, there, there's a level. You, yeah, you, 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 yeah. Well, you know, like when you know they say like when you take LSD or you do mushrooms, you're tapping into everyone who's ever done LSD or mushrooms. <laughs> so maybe that Roseanne took one Ambien and got just a sliver of anal cum. Seth Putnam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got one. Muslim brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she heard she heard you rollerblading fag. <laughs> yeah, she got a tick up her ass. God, could you imagine if Seth Putnam had Twitter? <laughs> so, um, so they're gonna pull the plug on him, right? And his mother intervenes and is like, "No, no, no, no!" But and, and like they're, they're like, "He's gonna be fucking brain dead. He's gonna be." But and and he comes out with massive, massive, massive damage. He 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 does survive it, and he's got to have uh, tons and tons and tons of uh, physical therapy, mm-hmm. and um, he gets. Better enough to go back on the road with, with a- anal cunt and my friend uh, Chris Donaldson, who's a Patreon subscriber. What's up, Chris? Hey. What's up, Chris? He saw them in Miami at Churchill's Pub, and they opened with, you're in a coma. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they opened with it. And uh, it, w- it was just like, they were like, what, what, what you know? Well, what else would we open? Yeah, with you know, like I mean, it, and and also like he was very much like I, I don't want you to think we're not able to make fun of ourselves. Yeah. He's like he's like he's like it turns out being in a coma was just as gay as I said it was <laughs> nine years ago. Oh my god! <laughs> Did anyone notice any difference though? Because you could have argue, you could argue that the 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 what he was singing before. You didn't. You only needed half a brain to do that too. Yeah, yeah. I think like I think I think Chris said like he started kind of standing and then just like fell over immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, he was like super uh, pathetic. Um, he was in, he was in the coma for nearly a month. Um, so he was performing in a chair. Yeah, he was. He was sitting down and. Um, yeah, like uh, he 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 was he was basically paralyzed and massive nerve damage, uh, you know. <laughs> Look, Aaron is. <laughs> I was looking at him incredulously. Well, I was gonna say, take that, Guns and Roses. Yeah, because at Coachella he performed with the fucking chair. <laughs> this guy almost died. They were at a festival in Norway in 2006. After this, and Putnam completely passed out on stage and was unconscious for the entire game. So they just kept playing yeah. around his body. And after that, the other guys quit. God, that's so cool. Yeah. But Josh wasn't in the band at this time because he was in jail. Right, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> He's like the only one that will always come back. But a lot of these guys would come back. And some of them would have songs that made fun of them. Like, there was a bunch of songs like Shut Up Mike and Shut Up Paul, and it was just like... Mm-hmm. Ripping on them, like I got fucking uh, athlete's foot showering at Mike's house, and like you know, like, but th- these guys would still come back and play later in um, in uh, reunion gigs and stuff like that. Um, and you know, they would release like old rehearsals, and like this shit would sell, like people would get it. Um, but also, like in 
in like underground grindcore, which a lot of underground grindcore is the complete antithesis of this. It would sound identical, but it would be super political and very, very, very like socially conscious and not at all. You know what I mean? And um, um, <laughs> one of my friends, another friend named Chris, was in this band called Magruder Grind. Um, and they ran into Anal Kant and, like, got into a fight with them, which I think ended with them, like, throwing the guys in Anal Kant down a flight of stairs. Oh, which is poetic because yeah. one of them died on an escalator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one can't walk. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, like, I mean, they, they, you know, but it was just like they were looking for fights everywhere. Yeah. I guess that, that maybe on that tour they didn't have a bodyguard or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, they, uh, they were, you know, just they were able to survive in that underground scene. People, you know, like, again, would, would always kind of show them favor. And, like, you could see from, like, the guest appearances and stuff like that that they always had friends and kind of like, you know, like uh, like sludge metal bands like I Hate God and uh, and shit like that. They, they always, you know, like, I mean, I, fucking, I mean, the Phil Anselmo thing from Pantera is crazy. Yeah. That's that's just completely insane. Like that record that Seth did backup vocals on sold millions and millions of copies. Did it's he get huge? Did he get money off record. that? Um, I don't think. I, probably just like a studio fee. Probably like a month's worth of Ambien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So they were supposed to do other releases. They were going to do Picnic of Love too, right? Because that was like that was like their own, like the band's own second favorite album. Yeah, was Picnic of Love too. They yeah. loved it so much. And uh, they were going to do um, an anal cunt gay bar split, which is anal cunt on one side and just audio of Seth in a gay bar on the other. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine. So you guys homos or what? (laughs) I I just can't even imagine. Like, what a fucking nightmare, you know? Jesus Christ. so yeah, 2008 was uh, the 20th anniversary, and he had like old members come back, and uh, you know Josh Martin was in jail again, so he had old people come and play shows in Boston, the West Coast, Texas, um, do all kinds of shit, and um, then they were like, okay, you know Josh is out of the band forever, and they're like, oh no, he's actually back now, like two days later, like just fucking pandemonium. Um, but they keep releasing shit on uh, like, you know, other independent labels and. You know, odds and ends and old rehearsals and, you know, tracks that never got on stuff. And they they were still touring, like, in, like, 2009. In 2010, they were, like, suddenly Seth would be talking about Motley Crue all the time. Hmm. Right? And he was just like, yeah, I really like the new Motley Crue album. And like, I'm like, what? You know? And so they put out this album called Fucking A, which was like shitty Motley Crue. Like if Motley right. Crue was played by a total garbage band. Yeah. <laughs> right? Great. So it's like cock rock. Yeah. But bad. Yeah. You know? Or, but worse. <laughs> but worse. Yeah, Thank really you. bad. Yeah. So the track list of fucking A is fuck yeah. <laughs> um, this is my favorite maybe Anilcon song title ever. Just for me. Cranking my band's demo on a box at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> It's because it's obnoxious. Yeah. Without being hateful. It's kind just... of also so into yourself. Yeah. Cranking my band's yeah. demo on a box at the beach. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> loudest stereo, right? Um, kicking your ass and fucking your bitch. Yes. 
Hot Girls on the Road, Whiskey, Coke, and Sluts. All I give a fuck about is sex. I'm going to give you AIDS. Uh Yay, it's pink. (laughs) And then, finally, I wish my dealer was open. (laughs) (sighs) This is very grown up of them. Yes, this is such an evolution, right? Um... So that album was delayed to uh, Josh being in jail for the third time. <laughs> and so they did all the Cock Rock songs on that album. They did another song of all their old shit um, that was released on another album called Wearing Out Our Welcome. And in uh, and this time, also, anal cunt has become like a genre that other bands are doing. Uh-huh. And Seth would release them on his label on um, a on a compilation called... 13 Bands Who Think You're Gay. God damn it. <laughs> right? This is in... What year is this? Is this uh, like... 13 Bands Who Think You're Gay, I think it was like 98-ish. Okay. And um, that had um, that had uh, tracks like... Uh, there was a band called Crapper Keeper. Which <laughs> <laughs> is so, so insultingly stupid. Crapper Keeper's song was called Captain America is Continuously Jerking Off on Your Dad. I've heard that before. <laughs> I've told you that before, yeah. yeah. No, you move. <laughs> um, don't move. Okay, no, don't move. Uh, there's a big called Fossil Fuel who have a song called National Monument Suck uh, that I remember because the lyrics go, Stuff that people go to is gay. Stuff that people wait in lines for, like the Washington Monument is gay. The Washington Monument is gay. <sighs> it's so insulting. There's 13 bands of this. Can you imagine? I, mean, I guess I can. I guess I can now, because it's just... If there's... It's not shocking. No. I mean, knowing... I mean, we have a very strong anti-intellectualism streak. Right, but who... I mean, like, why, why is there a need to even do it if Anal Cunt is doing it? You know what I mean? Be- because it's 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 an extension. It's yeah. the it's the next movement of right. It. Yeah, they they were just the, the they dropped the pebble and these bands were the ripples. Ooh, yeah, it's way more poetic than, than these, yes. these songs. It is way more poetic than these. Songs. <laughs> I write anal cunt poetry exclusively. One of these bands uh, had this song called "Your Wife Is a Guy." Well, every time about your wife is a guy. No, it's like your wife's a guy. She has a beard. Like it's just like explaining. No, this, this guy no. doesn't oh, this know. Is what, this is what guys have. That's yeah. okay. And your wife, she's one of them. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. That sounds nice. It is nice. Yeah. Isn't that sweet? Um. So. So and 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 then like in in 2011, um, Seth dies of a heart attack. Hmm. Right. Shocker. Which is um. Never really stated it explicitly as drug-related, but I mean... A lifetime of drugs-related. Yeah. I was just working too hard. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he, was, he was late at the office one yeah, night. I was, I was doing paperwork. Yeah. Uh, let me... Can we... What, what's the deal with him shooting heroin naked on stage and getting his cock sucked? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was just like... That was just something they wanted to have. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, like, he hasn't, uh, but... They, they were just like... Was it a one-time thing? Yeah. Um, they wanted... They just... Was they, she a plant? They, they did that everywhere? No, that, that was that was the thing of just like... Um, Who wants to come up here and suck anal cuts dick? I mean, he's really shooting heroin, and she's really sucking his dick. Mm-hmm, and I think they yes. just wanted to be like... Check this, this out. Check this out. Do you think he stayed hard? 
I mean, yeah, he's you heroin. know he's, but that, well, it's after heroin. He shot heroin. I mean, like well, I he's shooting heroin. Well, okay. Did she did she shooting. keep sucking? Well, I don't fucking know. Well, you're the expert. You know about fucking <laughs> grind sludge dick bands. Named... What, so you, I gotta find out if he came. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's the most. Yeah, you know, it's part of you know, the yeah, whole, yeah, that whole yeah, movement of right. bands like uh-huh. whatever you said. It's yeah. the oeuvre. <laughs> yeah. Did he not? Did he not? <laughs> the whole the whole thing you took. Away I'm, from I'm asking did questions. That guy with the boner nut. I'm, I'm <laughs> asking questions. The entire thing you took away from you, all this. I've been uh, talking the, for a fucking you hour. You know the fucking audience is gonna want to know. <laughs> the audience. The circle. The audience. The I'm asking questions that the are... Lear Jets, the Learjet's field. That, 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 the guy's shooting heroin. She's naked. She's naked. She's got a fucking cock. It's a foregone conclusion. It's a foregone conclusion. He's gonna nut. He's taking the gas mask, <laughs> wrapping the cord around his arm before he assists the child. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean, like you know, they, I mean, the ceviche was great. I <laughs> believe it. It would be in that situation. What were the names of some of those other bands you mentioned, uh, like Na- Napalm Holocaust and shit? Well, Napalm Death is a very famous death metal band. I'm sure you, you you've heard of Napalm no. Death. No, well, no, that stuff got really big. I mean, like you remember, uh, you remember Cannibal Corpse was in. Like, I know Cannibal Corpse. Ace Ventura, yeah, that was because like Jim that. Carrey really liked Cannibal he Corpse. He did, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, that shit got really big. John Peel would play them on BBC and stuff. Uh, like right. he was big in in. Blowing up that whole because that was super underground. Yeah. But John Peel was just such a maniac for finding music that mm-hmm. he would blow up a lot of underground punk and hardcore and and all kinds of shit and just bring it to a national level. So it would get a lot bigger. But you know, for a time there, like in the mid '80s, n- like major labels were buying up um, independent death metal mm-hmm. labels because they were like, "This is going to be the next thing. This right. is pre-grunge." Right. But they knew some kind of guitar-heavy music was going to break. Right. Right. And they were expecting it to be that. So even, for even uh, Ice Ice T got it had a uh... yeah body count yeah body count. Yeah, yeah yeah so there was like you know a lot of extreme music was you know and you know it kind of ended up being. More, um, I guess, you know, maybe like Black Album Metallica yeah. was kind of the biggest that metal got. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I always thought it was ridiculous to think that, you know, uh, total gurgle, unintelligible vocals from Napalm Death would translate. And Cannibal Corpse would be like top 40. Right. I thought mm-hmm. that was completely ridiculous that they right. thought that. But, you know, it's, it's funny how major labels will really try anything. Yeah. You know, there's a dollar, yeah. Yeah, but they actually they would they would you know they would just basically buy up the whole uh, the oh, label. Shit. Yeah, they would huh. be like, we have all of your shit now. Right. You know, so and you know, he, did he not? I don't I don't know if he nutted. I don't know if he did. Fuck. Um, like I said, he seems more interested in the heroin than the blowjob. Yeah, it looks well, like you it. Know, you know, it's an addiction. Yeah, yeah. He's excited yeah. about it. Now, you know? the thing that I I find fascinating with a lot of art whether it's music or whatever it is, is finding a space that you can claim. Mm-hmm. So you, it'd be like, you can do cubism, but you're not going to do it as well as Picasso. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to find a thing that is yours. Right. Mm-hmm. Carve out a niche yeah, in the heroin onstage blowjob. Yeah, and it seems like market. for them, you know, they found the thing that kept them going, that they could claim as their own. Whether it was really authentic to them, it, it seems like definitely at some, it was in some sense. Yeah. But it was also like, this is who we are. We have to keep doing this. Right. Being like being contrarian was like their thing, right? Which I mean, punk itself was contrarian, right? Yeah. But but they were so contrarian that they out contrarian to their own genre by going into picnic music. Sure. Well also okay, like if, And if, full like not breaking. Yeah, right. but if you also like there's the thing to keep in mind to understand this better is when you're in those record stores and when you're at those shows and stuff like that. 
you all get that we're all cynical about, say, like mainstream life. Mm-hmm. But then you also become cynical about your group and you're like, oh, yeah, what governments are oppressive? Tell me something I don't know. And right. you become like, fuck you. I'm, I'm sick of hearing the same thing. So that's like when he was it's saying a feedback loop when he was saying early on, like, um, Everybody was so serious and political, and we just wanted to do like the the yeah. absolute and like and there is a lot of nihilism in that. There's a lot of nihilism in in in, in punk, and and people think that that's funny, right? You know, um, so they were just dialing all the way into that, yeah. Um, but also they were, I mean, like scumbags. Yeah. They were pieces of shit. I mean, you know, Seth would hit a woman. You know what I mean? He was a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, and there, there's that's that's part of that scene too. Is just fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, you know, equal opportunity pieces of shit. Yeah, so it's 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 a weird thing to navigate, but also once you're in that stratosphere, there's people that are just like, like there was a band like that was like super like hardcore grindy from Rhode Island called Drop Dead, and they were just like you know they would they would they would get super if anybody was wearing a leather jacket they would get in their face and scream murderer at them right <laughs> yeah and they like a ton of songs about animal rights and and very very serious politically and stuff like that so anal Con had a song called locking drop dead in mcdonald's <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> like that so it was kind of like it was always a it was always a response to that kind of shit you know what i mean um but you would still you would still be occupying the same space. Yeah. So you would run into those people and it was just kind of understood like you're doing your thing and I'm doing yeah. my thing. Yeah. Um they were But it's the not co- as if there wasn't real anger between them. Right, right. It, they were the they were the um, you know, who who's the only person that gets to speak truth in the court mm-hmm. to the king? It's the jester, right? Mm-hmm. So right. they were the jester of the group. But right. it's still a legitimate position in the group. Yeah, and like it keeps the rest of the group honest. And I think it's funny that some people would say, like, oh, no, you really don't understand. Like, Seth was actually very nice and, like, a, a bright and kind person to talk to. But in my opinion, that is just an extension of his sociopathy. Right. It's just, like... Being uh, able to... Being able to on. adapt to whatever, but also wanting to incite insanity. Right. You know? Yeah, because, I mean, you know, they had songs like Ha Ha Holocaust. And I went back in time and voted for Hitler and shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I just, I, I think it was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where it was just like, do you think it's just somebody that's just like, look at me, look at me, look at me? I'm sure that's part of it. You know, you can't subscribe 100% to mm-hmm. that. You know, that's definitely part of it. And then it works for him. And then so he dives into it even further. Right. Right, you know, because if it doesn't work when he's starting out, maybe he tries something else. Yeah, I mean, and then... you're never gonna know, yeah. because this is the type of guy, yeah, who smoked a ton of crack, right? Did a bunch of heroin, and then a month worth of Ambien, and then came. Yeah, out. so there is actual self hatred there yes. too. Yes. He tried to kill himself. Yeah, uh, I mean, comically so. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's over the top. But also, he's the type of guy that if you said, "I figured this out." He would then, even if you were right, he would go out of his way to disprove that by doing something else. Yeah. Because he couldn't let you win that. Yeah. But even when you hear him talking to that interviewer in, like, the, the UK clip, you can hear, like, oh, you know, and, like, we, we, we hate, hate this. And blah, blah, blah. But he sounds kind of, like, soft and nice. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking weird. But that's also part of the, that could also be part of the, the performance. I mean, it, it, when you juxtapose, all we are is intense hatred, but I deliver it like this. 
yeah, well, you know, I just hate everything. Everything's gay. We hate people. You're gay. We hate you. Um, <laughs> it makes me laugh. Yeah, so do you have any, just... any other questions? And, yeah. we, and we hate you. Uh, it makes me laugh so And hard. then he goes on stage and just... <laughs> yeah, and, then, and he's also fucking kicking the shit out of those people. Like, the 16 people that have decided to go see anal cunt. Yeah. Yeah, that's you just know, great. Just to go see what's up. And just then, get their and, ass kicked. Yeah, I mean... And then you had 20 years of... I mean, he's still doing drugs the whole time. So it's not like he's getting better... Right, you know, and whatever is wrong with him is just being more. It's just becoming stronger. It's really impressive, uh, especially looking at that picture again. I mean, he's like just straight up like one. He's really jamming that needle in his arm like he's done it a million times. Mm. Yeah, and like I mean, wow. I think what's what's fascinating to me is how how they blew up in the first place when they were especially bad. Like before they were even good, earache is knocking on the door, being like, "Hey, what's up?" And it must have just been the name uh, and live hype, uh-huh. probably them being pieces of shit live mm-hmm. yeah. and starting fights all over the place. Um, Th- that's something I, when you were talking about that, I, I've, I'm kind of fascinated by their place in the punk scene because well, that's so McLaren too, right? But yeah. and that's what McLaren wanted the Pistols to be. I want you to be idiots, inciting idiots. And and you know, so uh, a couple of years ago, Nirvana released like their demos and stuff, mm-hmm. and you can hear them take "Smells Like Teen Spirit" from a heavy song to the song that became acceptable for radio and right. pop. Yeah, and so it's funny to think back and like think about anal cunt. Because uh, my introduction to to punk wasn't the music; it was the photography, like Glenn Friedman, yeah. "Fuck Your Heroes, Fuck You Too," yeah, and all these pictures of these these punk guys just screaming in people's faces. And mm. it's funny to think back; like Black Flag was like a pop version of Anal Cut. The Black Flag, Flag was <laughs> yeah. like Black Flag was the acceptable version, right? You know, yeah. even though they were like the you know they there's this whole mythos and they're so like they were badasses and all like all the blood and everything, but yeah. it's like no, they there was way worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Black Flag had had a ton of like gang violence at the shows and yeah. stuff like that. There was, yeah, there was really, really bad stuff happening around. But they were actually, you know, like making music, <laughs> right? And that's the kind of the difference yeah. is like there's an acceptability about it yeah. because, yeah, of that. Yeah, like the the thing that they were more in was like the the underground metal stuff was was just so much about extremity, you know, and it was just like you know the people would be trading these tapes like across the ocean and stuff. Because those a lot of those bands didn't have an outlet for a long time, and it was just like, um, how how nasty can you make it? Yeah, you know, fuck. Um, and that yeah, that, and that that then it became huge is just so weird, fucking insane. Like, you know? what are the venues? These places, like what what are the venues that would have them? Oh, I mean, like like I mean, oh, anal cons? Yeah, I don't know about anal cons, but like, I mean, like public but storage. But sheds? I mean, like you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah, I mean, they if, if they if they thought they would draw, they'll put up anybody. Yeah. You know? Um, all those bands. I mean, like the Crucifix. Yeah. They were they were doing insane shit. And, you know, they were still going to get booked. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of those Midwest bands. Are yeah, I was going to say, Midwest, a lot of white people. Yeah, mm. yeah they, they some of those Midwest bands would be really famous for, yeah, let's, let's throw cinder blocks around. Yeah. You know? Um, white shit. Which I don't want anything to do with. <laughs> no, no, but it's so it's so white. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that's that is there's that is what if you want an example of white privilege, mm-hmm. it's it's super hardcore punk shows where people are fighting, shooting heroin while getting their dick sucked on stage, <laughs> throwing cinder blocks, 
<laughs> punching women <laughs> and, you know, thinking it's funny and right. going in and out of jail, no problem. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's your white, there's, there's your white privilege, folks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I mean, I one, mean. One guy, one guy at an NWA concert, you know, drops a, a pocket knife and he's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shot to death. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think you got shot to death in an NWA concert is also an is also an anal concert. Yeah, I think Josh Martin being an idiot on the escalator and falling and hitting his head on a food court table to his death Gosh. is like just too good to be true. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just like you were such a pain in the ass and you died in the dumbest god. You died in a food court. You idiot! You died in a food court. And not from the food. No, no. Like I'm like it's like one of my like biggest fears is dying, <laughs> dying like in a food court. No, dying like an idiot. You oh, know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. just dying like Yeah, I know what you mean. Did you hear how we went? Yeah. Yeah. He fell twenty feet off an escalator too. And clowning around on an escalator, like clowning around on the railing, like how old are you? You know? Yeah, he must have been in his forties, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> It was, it was Gene Simmons. Uh, yeah. Gene Simmons. Yeah, Gene Simmons' revenge. <laughs> yeah. God. That's so funny. Think, Very nice. You think Gene knew about it? I think Gene you think, was... You think Gene... He got... was flipping the switches at the food court. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was licking the food. Chop it up! Wait, uh, John, before we leave, I have a, I have a discovery here. Oh, I love discoveries. Um, here is Anal Cunt's theme from Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, this is, uh, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> hey. Wait, wait, Aaron. I'm not going anywhere. This is um, this is maybe, this is maybe the most popular Anacon song of all time. Um, this is called 311 Sucks." <laughs> you ready for this, Aaron? Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is so dope. This is what the real element sounds like to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole song. You fucking suck at the end. That that is what three eleven sounds like to me. <laughs> Was that a three eleven song? That sounds like three eleven song. That's yeah, it's down by three eleven. No, I know basically. I know, but I yeah. if you I can that sounds like the song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well they're to they're, me. they're great musicians. Yeah. <laughs> I I think like that's exact that sucks they're uh, right what what are the, the fuck them. what are the things about just hearing that in the Three's Company theme 
you kind of you like part of me is like, oh, they can play. Yeah, yeah if yeah, they yeah. wanted to, they don't. They couldn't. But they don't. <laughs> they don't, they don't want to. They don't want to. They don't. Not interested. <laughs> yeah. Not Just interested. A whole bed. Oh, we'll only play if we're shitting on something. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way we're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, we could. We, yeah, you want us? We could. The we're only way we're gonna grace you with our talent <laughs> is if you inspire enough hatred in us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then we'll rise to the occasion to to mock you. We'll show you we can do it. Yeah. That's it, guys. That was great, John. Thank you, John. Thank Thank you. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Everybody, uh, please check out the Patreon. Please get the uh-huh. shirts because we're gonna be wearing them. Yeah, oh, baby. Uh, I love you very much. My name is John Fahey. My name is Aaron Pita, and I love you. I love people of all races, creeds, colors, and genders. I'm Epruso. <laughs> He's a bigot. <laughs> Good night, everybody. 